Welcome to Retirement Income Solutions with the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts, Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, are ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen. Plan. Thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, your local wealth advisors. Listen, plan, and thrive. Those are the three things that they are all about. They like to listen, they help you plan, and they want to see you thrive in your retirement years. 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Let's talk about risk tolerance. How do you describe risk tolerance to someone who's not familiar with the concept at all? Well, the interesting thing about risk tolerance, and you know, it's a very technical term, is understanding some people don't always ha- have experience with ups and downs of stock markets. So if you're, if you're working with someone who doesn't have a lot of experience in the market, they may not ha- know how they'll react to market movements. One of the better ways to to describe it is helping people understand that they can go down a path that's more about opportunity and growth, or are they more about predictability? As people age, they typically want more predictability. They want to know with a little bit more certainty what's going to happen in certain circumstances. So let's just say, for example, someone has $100,000 in the stock market. At what point, I would ask them, would you want to get out? Would you be willing to see it go down to 90000 80000 70000 That's what happened in 2008 and 2001 in the recessions is people were down over 30%. That means $30,000 on 100000 And if they would sell at that point, that means that's too much risk for them. You don't want to sell when the market's down. You want to set up a portfolio where they're going to be able to weather that storm and not make an emotional decision at the bottom. Okay. Well, let me ask you another question here. What do you do to get understanding of what someone's risk tolerance happens to be? Uh, I think Daniel addressed some of that just now. You've got to ask questions uh, to, to help them understand exactly what keeps them awake at night? If uh, if they're watching the stock market every day and they don't sleep well because of it, then they're probably taking more risks than they should. But uh, most people really uh, don't understand the risk they're taking uh, in, in their investments, and it's up to advisors like ourselves to help them understand. Give them scenarios. Give them, uh, let them see what would happen. Uh, we do a and risk analysis of, of all, everybody that we meet with. We want them to understand what kind of risk they're taking. And then we ask questions to kind of find out where, where they are on that. I mean, how do you feel about that? I mean, what would what would you do differently if that happened to you? Can you can you really afford to take this much risk if it historically has those types of downswings and uh, drawdowns in, in their portfolio? So we have to ask questions and have an honest conversation about uh, – what they're doing and what are the plans for the future so we can help develop a plan that will uh, allow them the uh, the comfort that they need and uh, at the risk level that they, they, they can afford to, to take. 
here on Retirement Income Solutions. We're talking about risk tolerance. And I'm wondering how much does a client's risk tolerance actually factor into a plan that you design for them? Well, it factors in quite a bit because, you know, you want you want to be able to know how much uh, ability they have to, to stomach ups and downs in the stock market. And just like we talked about before, understanding uh, what their goals are. Number one, when are they going to need to spend the money we're talking about? So if someone's 60 years old and they need to start taking withdrawals from their portfolio, they, they probably should be more conservative with the money than someone that doesn't need to touch it for 20 or 30 years or more. So we, we really have to understand the client's ability to tolerate ups and downs in market movements, what they call volatility in the market. So, uh, But most of that is driven by when the money is needed. So understanding that is central to their plan. Do you find that most people have a fairly similar risk tolerance, or does it just vary? Is it all over the place? It, it varies a, a great deal. Um, it does vary between sexes. Uh, I think the female, generally, most of them are more risk adverse than the males are. So they don't, they don't have a tolerance for a lot of swings in, in the market where, you know, most men are probably a little bit more aggressive than investors and their counterparts. So I don't believe that most of them are similar at all. There may be some similarities, but they're not exactly the same. So you, you need to have the discussion about, you know, what's not, not only that, but it has to follow a plan. If they're in a situation like Daniel just said, where they, they need to generate income, they can ill afford to have a lot of swings in their values. Uh, so they need to have a, a more predictable set of investments uh, that will help them uh, weather storms that uh, may take a lot of uh, value out of the market. So, no, uh, there's no two just alike because there's no two scenarios the same. So we have to approach it on a one-on-one basis. It just goes to the point that everybody's situation is different. Everybody is unique, and that's why it's so important to have a retirement plan tailored to your specific needs. You're not like anybody else out there. And I'm wondering, uh, Bill or Daniel, uh, whoever wants to do this, give us an example of a plan that you've designed for someone with a very low risk tolerance. Well, first of all, we will stress test, which means whatever holdings they already own will help them understand what kind of downside risk they have. So once we understand their their downside risk they already have in their portfolio, if they're uncomfortable with that, we're going to go ahead and correct that and try to look at what we can do to limit the downside risk. So for example, if someone has very low risk tolerance and they want something with guarantees in it, there's only three places you can really go for safety. CDs, government bonds, and fixed annuities. Of the three, fixed annuities uh, currently have higher interest rates in general than the other three. So we may, for example, take income from that portion of the portfolio, you can generally take withdrawals, systematic um, partial withdrawals from those products in order to satisfy some of the income need. With the rest of their monies, we probably don't have it 100% uh, in the market. We might have a portfolio consisting of things that can move over to treasury bills when the markets start to dissolve or go down. So we, we're always designing it with their risk tolerance in mind so that we can help them accomplish their goals throughout retirement and take income when needed. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. 
We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review, and we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit, and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio, and is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Here's your number to call, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Bill and Daniel will set aside time on the calendar to meet with you to provide you with a complimentary financial review of your specific situation. This is such a valuable opportunity to help you plan for your financial future. Just call 800-987-1443 right now. That's 800-987-1443. If you get a voicemail, don't worry. Just leave us a quick message and we'll be sure to get back in touch with you to secure your free review. So call right now, 800-987-1443. One more time, that is 800-987-1443. Fishing is an art and any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. No cost, no obligation. Start now. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measured right at 211 feet. We know planning for retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. This is Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith of Security First Asset Management, your local wealth advisors. Ron Sutz here, and it's good to be with you guys today. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Ron. Yeah, it's a great day. Great day to be on the radio. If you'd like like to have the phone number to get in touch with these guys, here it is, 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. That will put you in touch with uh, Bill and Daniel at uh, Security First Asset Management. You can come in for a conversation, if you like, about your situation. Everybody's situation is different. It is so important to have that talk face-to-face, 800-987-1443. 
1-800-242-4343. Now, let's pretend for a moment that you're on the yearbook committee at the School of Financial Tools and Strategies. Your job is to name a winner for the following superlatives to recognize some of the best and worst in the school. Now, you remember when you used to have your yearbook in school, there was always a category of, you know, most underrated, most overrated, most likely to succeed and all that kind of thing. These are going to oh, be yeah. a little bit different here. Uh, I, I'm, I'm guessing that both you guys were probably voted most likely to succeed in your respective classes. Hmm. Uh, I don't remember that. I think I was in middle school. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think you probably exceeded everybody's expectations. Just put it that That's way. probably true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty low. <laughs> right. The bar was set low. <laughs> that was easy to do. Yeah. We did that purposely, Ron. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just wanted now, to make now it, who's laughing? I just wanted to make you feel good about that. But uh, it, it most underrated. Uh, let's talk in financial terms. A financial tool. What would be most underrated? Blue chip stocks. Uh, you know, they basically, if you uh, buy them uh, on a value-based uh, analysis, where they're trading below their 52-week or even two-month or six-month low or whatever, there's probably a reason to take a quick look at them. So, probably most underrated would be blue chip stocks. Okay. Well, what do you think, Daniel? Well, I'm thinking he's right. You know, people overlook the value of companies that have been around for a long time and the fact they've paid dividends for 25 to 50 years. If you can find blue chip stocks that are undervalued, they can weather a recession much better than newer companies, smaller cap stocks. We like the big, stable blue chips. And uh, right now, a lot of folks are overlooking those and, and investing in more risky asset classes. And that's something we don't typically do a lot of for our retirees. Now, if you're younger, maybe we take more risk for you. But we, we really like blue chip stocks as a class superlative. Certainly can't afford to take that much risk when you're older or you're retired or getting ready to retire. That's underrated. But what would be most overrated? I think the most overrated is index funds. Those are extremely popular. Just to describe what they are, they're funds that track they're funds that track with the market. So we have a lot of clients that work on base and maybe they have a thrift savings plan. They'll have funds like the C, the S, the I, the F. The C fund, for example, tracks with the S&P 500. There's 505 stocks on there. When you buy an index fund, you get one equity position that tracks all 505 stocks. So they're easy uh, to understand and they're inexpensive. However, right now markets are at historical highs. So investing in something where you know about 85% of the stocks may be overvalued might not be wise. So they, I think index funds right now are overrated. What do you think, Bill? Well, I think they're overpriced as well. So, um, you know, that's a, that's a concern right now. The market is is pretty well overpriced, so I agree with that. That's buying an index fund right now might be extremely overrated. Yeah, I mean, if, if we're at the bottom of the market, like if you bought an index fund in, you know, say June of 2009, the market was down uh, extremely low, cut in half in its value. Buying an index fund then may be real wise because you're getting all that upside growth. Same thing happens when the market crashes and you own an index fund, you're just riding it down. If you just joined us here on Retirement Income Solutions with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, we're talking about class superlatives. Uh, we're pretending that they're on the yearbook committee at the School of Financial Tools and Strategies. And you remember those old high school yearbooks where you were a certain category. There were certain senior superlatives, so to speak. I got a confession to make. When I was in high school, I was voted most likely to disappoint. 
And, uh, <laughs> really? I, I think, uh, was that a category they set aside just for you, Ron? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just for well, me. J- just for you. Boy, well, did you fool them. <laughs> Look at you now, man. Yeah, exactly. I disappointed everybody just like they no, thought. No, <laughs> Can't well, believe that. Well, let me ask, ask you this. Uh, when it comes to financial tools and strategies, what would be most likely to disappoint? I would think a variable annuity because they're extremely oversold for the performance that uh, they're actually going to generate. Uh, they're related with fees and um, you know, have sub-account fees, uh, mortality and expense charges. In some cases, there's in, in, in writer income writer charges that a lot of people will never trigger. We've seen a lot of these over the years, and a lot of times uh, people will have, individuals will have a, Variable annuity, where they were taught that they could have a guarantee of six percent or something like that on an income benefit, and they thought they were getting six percent on their account value. I believe history tells us that they're more than likely, over at least in the last fifteen years, they were underperform what what most people thought they were going to get. Yeah, and, and almost always when people have those income riders on there, either they don't know what they are or don't know that they have them and typically don't use them to their full ability. So if you add up all those fees, sometimes they're over 3% a year. Um, pretty, so, hard, pretty hard to make a make a lot of money uh, or have a lot of growth in your account when you have yeah. that type of drag. That's right. Okay, here's another category for you in your list of class superlatives. How about most expensive? What would that be? Well, that one's easy. From a fee standpoint, variable annuities are untouched and unmatched. When you add up all the fees that are in there, you have death benefit fees, you have income benefit rider fees, you have sub-account fees. Um, They can get real expensive real fast uh, when you add all those up. Almost no one knows how much they're paying for a variable annuity. So typically they're, they're not a good value for people. We can usually find a a way to accomplish what the variable annuities do for folks using a different financial instrument. Uh, Looking at it from an expense standpoint as well, not just fees, but from a pricing standpoint, there's two sectors in the stock market right now that are overpriced, and that's real estate and utilities. Those two have been overbought for 2019, and we're looking at expensive from a pricing standpoint. So don't pile into real estate or utilities funds right now. Okay, what about uh, most popular? Uh, Daniel talked about this earlier. Most overrated, I think, is also the most popular, just straight index funds. Um, just by the index, whether it be uh, the NASDAQ or most commonly it's the S&P 500. And uh, you're going to look just like that. So if you're concerned about the trends up and down in the market, if you're strictly in an index fund like an S&P 500, some of those are low cost, but they're they own all 504 505 stocks they're gonna you're gonna look exactly like they do so if it's up tomorrow you're up if it's down tomorrow you're down and so it's a uh, very very popular because it's simplistic and uh, easy to follow yeah i think i think vanguard popularized those index funds and, and look for the low cost uh, however there's one very important key people overlook and that is um what kind of value are you getting? Um, is there any risk-adjusted return there? You can't just think about what's the upside. What about the downside? There's no skill involved in selecting which stocks are undervalued. So they're inexpensive, 
but you're taking on such an amount of risk, and we find most people don't uh, realize the amount of risk that are in index funds. If you're younger, they're a great way to invest, you know, dollar cost average in your 401k or whatever accounts you use. But if you're older, you have to realize how much downside risk you may be taking. Okay, one more I want to ask you about. Back when you were in school, there always seemed to be a teacher's pet, somebody who just did nothing wrong ever. What would be the teacher's pet on your list of class superlatives? Well, what's offered the most, uh, whether it be a, a small account or a 401k or simple IRA or something like that, is mutual funds. Instead of individual stocks, is typically a, a mutual fund that's e- easy to, to purchase and thousands and thousands of them out there. The challenge that most people have is how do you diversify around so many mutual funds. I mean, we see a lot of overlap. They, they may buy a fund from one fund company and buy something similar from another fund company. In reality, they buy on the same thing, just don't know it. It's a wrapper of stocks, and depending on the segment that's in and the sector that it's in, it would be, uh, if it's growth and income, that's gonna have growth and income stocks in it. You may have one from Vanguard, you may have one from American Funds. If you take a look deep inside and see what the stocks are in there, they're all very similar. So you wouldn't wanna own them both because you're owning the same thing. So. Yeah, that would be the teacher's pet because it's the easiest thing and most most uh, most available way to invest for the most small and large investors, for that matter. It takes a little bit more expertise to to pick and choose stocks, and so it's a little easier to be better diversified across the, a bunch of mutual funds. Yeah, and what's interesting is in the late 90s, exchange-traded funds were developed, and they are like mutual funds, but they're much less expensive generally. And they trade uh, throughout the day, and you can sell them. You don't have to wait for the end of the day to get the net asset value with an exchange-traded fund. So they're, in our opinion, a lower cost and most of the time a better alternative to mutual funds. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, Here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Do you still have a lot of question marks revolving around your retirement plan? That's not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, and wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. 
That is 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't panic. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave us a quick message and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That is 800-987-1443. Thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.